All right, before we get to today's episode, I said that there was going to be no more advertisements for the rest of the season, and that is the case. This is not an advertisement to clean your balls, to shave your balls, to make your balls smell better, to make your dick real hard. It's none of that stuff. This is an advertisement for the season two finale of Halloween Unleashed coming up quickly on October 25th. 2020 now why is that such a big deal that it needs an advertisement well there's gonna be big news big news big things dropping on that live episode and I want all on average 2,000 of you to be there for it so this is a game changer this has been unprecedented in the entire in my entire 20 years of collecting and mass making. So that is all I can give you about what is happening on the season two finale with our total of three special guests. The picture that I posted to advertise this is a little ambiguous. Um, I promise that whatever is over those heads, like, you know, you got the pumpkin, you got the skull and you got the, like the devil mask and everything on that image. All of that will be revealed on who's who, what's what on October 25th, 9 PM Eastern, the Halloween unleashed season two finale. Now I've posted it in the groups and into the, uh, Halloween unleashed page but it's going to be a zoom meeting now you don't need um you don't need an account really to to join us on zoom you can do it through your mobile device but it is so much easier if you just download the app or go onto your computer and go to the zoom app or you can go to if you're going to use a computer here's the link https colon forward slash forward slash US02, that's 02, not 02, 02, web.zoom.us forward slash J forward slash 870-8153-1324. Now, it's probably going to ask you for the meeting ID, and that once again is 870-8153-1324. What's going to be revealed on that night is going to be an absolute hobby game changer. Do not miss it. Make plans to be there 9 p.m. Eastern on October 25th. Join us as we unveil the special guests that have yet to be announced. It will be a surprise and the news that will come down during that episode is going to shake the very foundation of this hobby. This is big, so be there. Welcome to the Halloween Unleashed Podcast. And now, here are your hosts for the week. Welcome everyone to Halloween Unleashed. I am your host, Chris Morgan, and today we are going to talk about... um, Halloween kills and, you know, massive plot points that kind of point to a direction um, of where this film is going. It's also going to uh, 
confirm what I have said for quite a long time about the um, quote-unquote leaked script that a lot of people say that is fake, and I'm having a hard time believing it's fake based upon all those new developments on the final cut of this film that I'm reading and hearing about. Now, um, before we get started, I didn't do this last week because I kind of went right into it, but I'm going to try to get better at this, announcing our social media channels. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm seeing quite an increase in our, in our social media channels, and so I want to continue pushing it. Um, our Facebook group, which is everything in discussion on the episodes that we put out, um, we put up upcoming polls on topics that we're going to cover, um, etc. But to get there, you can either type in Halloween Unleashed the Podcast within the search engine on Facebook, or you can go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Halloween Unleashed. You can follow our official Facebook page at Halloween Unleashed. On Instagram, we're at Halloween Unleashed. And on Twitter, we're Hween Unleashed. Now, we don't really post on Twitter very much, but we do have one. So, anyway, um, let's go ahead and jump in. Um, now, the final cut of the film, this isn't news that people involved in the production were preparing for an October 2020 release. We all know that that's been delayed a year. And uh, a lot of people are trying to do everything they can not to drive off a cliff or jump off of a bridge um, because they're emotional distraught over the lack of another Halloween film for another year. All I can say is, is we got to hope and pray that that's going to be a good thing, um, not only for our world and the situations that we're in, but also maybe that they can go back and they can uh, look at this film from a critical eye and fix anything that, that needs to be out there. I don't see that happening. Um, again, I've been very, very open about uh, the last film. They gave us 250 million reasons why they think that that film is the be-all, end-all. There's a lot of people out there that accept that film as the best sequel in the franchise. You're certainly entitled to your opinion. I myself and several others uh, do not share in that agreement. And a lot of times if we don't share in that agreement, um, we're attacked because we're haters. And it's just, again, I've stated many, many, many times that when you're doing a direct sequel to an original piece and you have nothing else to go off of, that's the best you got. I'm sorry. I expected more. Um, but anyway, um, the script was, was, um, leaked or for many people that don't believe that don't believe that that is the real script. There's a, there's a lot of signs that in news that continues to come out that point to this, this script being the real deal. I tend to believe it's the real deal, and now they're just doing damage control on trying to say it's it's fake, it's not real, it's not this, it's not that. Believe me, every trope, everything that it just was written to Danny McBride, like the first one, to be anything else. Uh, there's too many plot points, plot points revealed 
that are pointing to the script I read. And I got to be honest with you guys, the, the script is not good. Um, I thought it was way over the top with the violence, way over the top with the kill count, mindless killing for no reason, tropes out the wazoo that no real situation could ever happen with. Um, and John Carpenter, in his own words, kind of backed me up on this, is um, he teases a massive kill count, and it's a slasher film times 100. I'm sorry. I like the killings in the films, but I like the ride getting to those kills. I would much rather a low body count and the kills mean suspense stalking and just overall meaningful deaths versus just having a bunch of brutality on screen, which is one of the major reasons I didn't like the Rob zombie films, uh, which is why I didn't particularly care for how, how much violence was in the last film. Um, it just wasn't my thing. John Carper then then goes um, goes on to say it's fun, intense, and brutal. I've never seen anything like this kill count. Again, when I read the script, I'm like, there's a lot of deaths, and this is over the top intense. It's violent. It's brutal, and they and he and he just backed that up. So. Going off the script I read, that kind of backs up that uh, that entire thing. Uh, you know, we we get to see little bits and pieces from stuff that's been put out. What Tommy Doyle's role is going to be, it follows very close along the lines of the script that I read. Uh, Lindsay Wallace's involvement reads very close to along the lines of the script I read. Um. Lonnie, Lonnie, uh, Lonnie's character coming back reads along the same lines of the script I read. Um, the situation with Brackett and, and Chambers and um, Lindsay coming back reads along the same lines as well. Um, it's just there's a and uh, there's just a lot of things that point to it. Um, going off of Carpenter's quote as well. David Gordon Green says 2018 was lo- was about Lori's life in isolation after H1 and this one is going and it was also about revenge. Well, yes, but I'm not going to repeat it. If you want to know more about what I thought about her role in H40 or 2018, Go back into the archives. I think it's episode seven or eight or something like that where Brandon Zachman and I break down H40. So this one is supposed to be about Michael's story and about him um, unraveling a community into chaos and how fear spreads virally. It's also going to be about uh, Allison's revenge um, as well. So I guess because they're unraveling him into a community into chaos and, and uh, fear spreads virally. It's going to be a lot from everything I've read. And if it's anything like the script I read, the way he gets on un- unleashed into the community 
and he starts going crazy. It's going to be a lot like a Rob Zombie-esque um, bloodbath, the way it, it plays out. Uh, Danny McBride says it takes place on the same night. Now, the script I read took place on the same night. That backs up that theory as well. Um, the test screening news that have come out, everyone said it is extremely violent, very bloody, and the kills are over the top. That doesn't bode well for me. Um, the returning characters, Tommy, Lindsay, Brackett, Nurse Chambers. Nurse Chambers and Brackett visit Lori in the hospital in the script. Um, and in this one, I've read much of the same thing. So I don't know. It's just there's a lot to this film that just points to that leaked script being a, a fact and that that is exactly what it is. And I got to be honest with you, this, the script is not good. It's for every problem that I saw with, with 2018, they put a magnifying glass on it and said, okay, well the audience red rocketed their dick all the way up and shot yogurt all over everybody because of, you know, them just masturbating over the fact that, uh, or that they're going to get off on anything that we feed them is back. And the volume is turned way up in this one. So, and of course, if you like that sort of thing, if you like mediocre, over-the-top horror films, slasher films, you're probably going to like this one. From all signs of what it's pointing to, I've lost all interest in it, personally. Um, I'll cover it just because this is a Halloween podcast. Um, I'll talk about it. I'll debate it. Um, but at the same time, this is not going to be a masterpiece from everything I'm reading. And if it's like I said, if it's anything like I read, um, I'm definitely not looking forward to it. But um, those are some of the the news and notes I got. One last news and note that that I got that kind of reflects the same as the script was how he breaks out from Lori's house from the fire. From all the news I've heard on how he gets out, plays identically to the way it played into the script. So again, doesn't give me a lot of confidence. So we'll just have to wait and see. We got a year to talk about it. Maybe they'll change things because that script did leak. Maybe they won't. Chances are they probably won't change much because they know that people are going to go in. They're going to buy it anyway. So... Why should they, through a pandemic when everything is kind of on skeleton crew and shut down and nobody can really do anything, why are they going to go through and try to change something that they really have no control over at this point? The pandemic has put a kind of a halt and a cease and desist on everything, especially the movie industry. So if they were just going to delay it like they did Resurrection and just delay it a year because they wanted to change some things... Yeah, then I could see some major changes coming, but the fact that we're in the middle of a pandemic 
um, and nobody can do anything, I don't see much changing. They're going to try and ride this thing out and hope that the namesake of the last one and the $250 million that they made on the last one is going to carry them over into this one. And they're going to at least be able to match, if not double that, or, you know, just go above that or just be in the ballpark. Um, Halloween ends, depending upon how this one comes out is going to make a real determination on, um, you know, what people thought of Halloween kills, because I think that the fact that it is delayed a year, that hype is going to build for another year and people are just going to be bloodthirsty, no pun intended to, to go see it. Um, especially the ones that are excited about it. People that are kind of on the fence are going to watch it. They may go back a couple of times to watch it. The casual viewer that are now Halloween fans because of the last one, they're amped up to go see it. Um, then there's the traditionalists that was not a real big fan of the last one. will see this one somehow, some way, just so that either, and I'm only going to speak for myself here, so that either A, I'm going to prove myself right, or I'm, or B, I'm going to come out on this podcast and say I was horribly wrong. We don't know which way that's going to go yet. We've got a whole year to figure that out um, and wait, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun wait. It's going to be fun hearing what people say, and believe me, this film will be divisive, just like the last one. Because everybody has an opinion and everybody's right. So I've said it many times on this podcast. I don't have to be right. I will come out. And if I'm wrong, I will admit I'm wrong. Um, hasn't happened too often because I haven't needed to say that I'm wrong. But again, there's some of you that do not agree with anything that I say that will come out and say that I'm wrong. And you know what? For those that agree with you. Um, I'm wrong for those that don't agree with you. I'm right. So doesn't really matter. I will come out. I will argue facts all day long. Your opinion is your opinion. Mine is mine and everybody else's is theirs as well. Um, I just, what annoys me watching some of these debates or opinion based arguments on these Facebook groups is when people say, no, bro, you're wrong. Well, according to you, I can turn right around and say, no, bro, you're wrong. And we're both right and we're both wrong. So try to keep in mind that just because somebody likes something doesn't make them wrong. Uh, I've never once said that people that like 2018 are wrong for liking it. Everybody has their own taste. Me personally, it's not for me. Um... I can point out the reasons it's not a good film and I'll just point to the facts, but I'll never tell you that your opinion on the, on how you feel about it is wrong. The only time I'll argue with you on that is if you say, no, the last one was a good film because I enjoyed it. Okay. Just because you enjoyed it doesn't mean it's a good film. There's still very, there's still a lot of reasons a lot of facts out there that point to the reasons it's not a good film. My 
gripe with it the entire time is not because they didn't um, keep to the formula. Because I think over time things do have to change. Things do have, have to evolve. Just like in any major corporation or studio or whatever, if things don't change and you don't adapt with those change, well, you're not going to last very long because things are going to outdate you quickly. So I'm not so much of a traditionalist that I just look at that and say, nope, things have to stay this way and this way only for the rest of time. I don't agree with that either. My major gripe with the last film and even this script is just the amateur writing. The, 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 I don't want to say the lack of care because I think everybody, I, I don't think nobody, I, I don't think anyone goes out and purposely tries to make a bad film. I think what happens is, is people get so wrapped up into what they're doing that they can become too close to it. Hell, I have myself, but they can become too close to it and not see it from any other point of view but their own. I'm guilty of it. I'm sure you're guilty of it. And let's be honest, when it comes to major studio films, there's a lot of money, there's a lot of egos, and there's a lot of pride that go into this as well. So to admit that you fucked up and that you have to fix something, some people can't do that. Some people can. And I think when it comes to stuff in the Halloween world, I just think that a lot of people get too wrapped up and a lot of the makers that get too wrapped up into way into the way something should be in their mind versus the way it can be better and it can be improved upon. Like there's a, you know, and I'm not going to go back through it, go back into the archives, go back and listen to it again. Just, just a lot of amateur mistakes. I'm just going, you had two accomplished, very well-known screenwriters and a horror legend working on this thing for two years, and that's the best that we got. We got cringe-worthy dialogue, you know, uh, tropes that made no sense that are just like you could see it coming a mile away. You had a very contrived reason for Laurie being in the film. And you just had a movie that just overall, from a storytelling perspective, was a mess. That's not saying that it wasn't entertaining. I was entertained by it. But when you peel back the curtain, it's a major letdown. Because of all the factors I've mentioned before, they had nothing to go off of except for the original. There was plenty of ways that they could have tied Lori, given Lori a major reason to be in the film. And to tighten that up to where you felt an emotional connection to the to those within that, that movie. Same could be said for Halloween Kills coming up. Um... I really hope for Halloween ends, he ends up with a um, with a new mask because I'm tired of this rotted look. Um, and I'll just go back on the limb and say it again. They stole my Phoenix idea, which is the rising out of the ashes, out of a fire. 
I did a Halloween three concept mask that is on the pole uh, for the month of September. Um, that is a Halloween three concept mask. Had he kept his mask post fire and there was a follow up to Halloween two, and he kept his mask, what that would look like. I submitted that design uh, to the studio um, because originally I thought the 2018 mask was going to be, or not the 2018 mask, the 2018 movie was initially going to be a sequel to Halloween 2. That was originally what I heard. So I was like, well, if you're trying to keep the same look and the same thought, I'm not sure, but here's one direction we can go. And I pitched that. And now all of a sudden we have a fire at the end of 2018 and it's taking place on the same night and he's breaking out and he's keeping the same mask with a burnt mask. I wonder who gave them that idea. So I don't know. Um, that kind of bothers me a little bit, but there's nothing I can do about it except for talk about it on a podcast with all of you. So anyways, um, that's going to round out the month of August. We will uh, be back sometime in September to begin our September coverage. And then of course we got uh, a few short weeks in October um, to round out season two. And then, you know, we're going to, we're going to wrap things up uh, for the season and take several weeks off to regroup and plan for season three. But uh, anyways, hope you guys have a good rest of your month. Have a happy labor day and we'll be back with Halloween unleashed real soon. Take care guys. Thanks for listening to Halloween Unleashed. Be sure to download, rate, and subscribe anywhere you download your podcasts. From Apple, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. And then join our social media channels at our official Facebook page at facebook.com slash groups slash Halloween Unleashed. On Instagram at Halloween Unleashed. And on Twitter at HWeen Unleashed. Be sure to share our episodes in your horror groups on your timeline and on Instagram. We'll be back next week with an all-new episode of Halloween Unleashed.